0: I just, had to, Star I just had to
1: eat real quick because I didn't want to be like Chris Todd fucking chewing on the podcast.
0: You know what, asshole? I was going to apologize, but now I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners you offended.
0: Three,
2: two, one. And here we go, 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 go.
1: Welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number six. My name is Tom Van Zant. I'm your host, and with me are my magical and my mental co-hosts, Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Derek? Derek? Hello? Okay. Chris, I wanted you to speak up and pretend you're Derek.
0: I can't impersonate another podcaster. That would just be immoral.
1: Hey, it's everyone's favorite lawyer, the official attorney of Not Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Christopher Todd, what's going on, buddy?
0: Not too much. Thanks for having me back. And happy to say that I'm not eating anything tonight.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And so does Not
0: Nation. Apologies to any of your listeners who might have been taken aback by me finally having a sandwich at 10 o'clock at night because it's the first time I was able to eat since noon. But hey.
1: (laughs) You will suffer. You will starve and you will suffer for podcasting. Don't you ever try that again. I'm just kidding. Just mute yourself next time. I don't care if you eat. Just mute yourself. That's all.
0: It's not like I can't lose a few pounds. (laughs) Anyways.
1: So, yes, you are back. I At this point, Chris, I almost... I, money, what do you think? At this point, I almost want to say you're a regular co-host.
3: Well, you haven't introduced me yet. Oh. <laughs>
2: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. money, money. And we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J Money.
3: Tired. Worked 100 hours this week trying to sell cars.
1: There's a great Derek impression.
3: Went to the gym. It was leg day. Then it was arm day.
1: <laughs> Suns out, guns out.
3: Worked 100 hours. Worked 100 hours in the last three days. End of uh, the month. End of the month. Beginning uh, of the month.
2: Got to be up at 7 a.m. again.
3: Got to get to the gym. Got to get to the gym. Gotta delete a lot of photos. Gotta delete a lot of photos. Oh,
1: hey now. We'll get to that. (laughs) How you doing, Money?
3: I'm fantastic.
1: Look at this. We're recording twice in like a two-week span. This is like mind-boggling.
3: (laughs) Mind-blowing.
1: It's so weird because we were gone for so long. I I thought it would take a while for us to find our stride, but it's kind of like we never left.
3: Hashtag, this is what we do. Right on. I can't believe how that's taken off. Yeah. It's good. All the knotheads love it, too.
1: Yeah, Your new little sound bite.
3: Mm-hmm. This is what we do.
1: So, Derek, for those of you who are wondering, is uh, not with us again because I have a job where I work 13, sometimes 14 hours a day, and by the time I get home, it's after 10 o'clock at night, and Derek has been putting in long hours as well, and he works very hard. But unfortunately, he gets up way earlier than any of the rest of us, and he apparently requires a lot of sleep. I can function on about five or six hours, and I'm good. He apparently needs a full eight, so he had to go to bed, and he couldn't stay up and record. And I said to him, are you ever going to record with us again? And he said, yeah, if you ever record at a normal time. And I said, well, 10 10 p.m. is about as early as I'm ever going to get home, so... By the time I set up everything and we start recording, it's usually 10.30. So I suggested him and Farmer Mike start a podcast and they record early in the morning since the both of them cannot apparently stay up past 9 p.m.
3: You know how there's those morning drive time shows like at 6 a.m.?
1: Yeah, they should be the morning edition of Not Another Nerdy Podcast.
0: Yeah, I agree
1: and then all of our so, listeners
0: so, wait, so what they would re, you would listen to them in the morning that's they what would i'm saying in the morning that's right let's do it anytime of no
1: day. but see we we, we don't want the, we'll be the night shift right people can listen to us an afternoon drive or later and then they can listen to derek and farmer mike's show in the morning as they drive into work
3: it's perfect Yeah, and Derek can cook some of Farmer Mike's eggs live on the air.
1: (laughs) And they can eat and make as much fucking noise as they want, and it won't bother me one bit because I won't be a part of it.
3: And uh, Farmer Mike did bring Derek some eggs at his WrestleMania party.
1: Oh, yeah, you're going to give us an update on that. We want to hear all about that, all about what you've been up to in the last week. But first, as I was starting to say in the intro there, at this point, I think it's safe to say, Money, that Christopher Todd is like a regular co-host around here.
3: I agree. When I, we were at the WrestleMania party, I gave him a bunch of new stickers, new business cards.
0: So, Chris, them up.
1: you're an official member of the Not Nation hierarchy, whatever that means.
0: I'm bonafide.
1: <laughs> you're bonafide, exactly. Lucky you.
0: You're bonafide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, just one other thing. I, I get up earlier than Derek.
1: And yet you're here. Hashtag, this is what we do. Derek, Listen, he
0: has to sell because I have to someone, keep people out of prison tomorrow. No right.
1: Whose job is more important? Is No. <laughs> You're keeping people out of prison. That's important. Anyway, so glad to have you back, Chris. I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more from you, especially in the coming weeks with Avengers Endgame coming out soon. You're definitely going to be a part of that show.
0: Well, thank you for having And Well, and you know, we're three shows away from the one I really want to be on oh
1: that's right episode 69 <laughs> technically episode 69 will be 68 because there is of course the lost episode that we recorded with Akita Owaki, our favorite cosplayer but we don't know where that episode is it's somewhere on my hard drive we'll retrieve it one of these days s Doggle get it for us and I'll post it up it'll have to be episode 65.5 since we kind of skipped well, it'll it.
0: just be whatever listen it'll just be whatever number you're at at the time
1: okay fair enough so what's going on boys what have we been up to this past week how money what was the reaction from not nation with our triumphant return uh, that that belated April Fool's joke where we actually dropped a podcast after five and a half months of being gone?
3: You know, one of my buddies at work, um, he was like, Money, you don't realize how much people miss you. And I said, no, no, they they don't really care. They've all moved on to dinner and a podcast now. They don't care about us anymore. And after the episode broke, they do. And they do really care. And I really appreciate everybody. Danny Abbott and the flower lady, Sarah, um, they both got official Not Another Nerdy Podcast Iceman figures this nice. week. Nice. Very cool. And they both posted those on Instagram and Twitter. So check that out. I see? obviously...
1: You see, Not Nation, this is the key to interacting with J Money. If you interact with J Money, you get free shit. He sends, mm-hmm. you, t- he sends you valuable prizes.
3: Well, they, I work with them, so I don't have to send them. I can just right. like, bring them into work.
1: But you have sent magnets and stickers and other stuff to other listeners that live further away. Uh, Phil Batista's down in Florida, and you sent him a whole care package.
3: He's getting another one soon. He's our boy.
1: Yeah. So.
3: So. Yeah, so it, it, they did miss us.
1: It uh, pays to interact is what I'm saying. And get at us at, on Twitter. Get at us on the Facebook page. Why don't you drop some social media presence and let everyone know how they can do that money.
3: Facebook.com backslash not podcast one. Instagram and Twitter at not podcast one. We are on there all day long. You are so money and you don't even know it.
1: You like how I did that, huh? You see what I did there? That was a little segue I did. you like that?
3: It was good. It (laughs) It was was subtle.
1: Wasn't that subtle, like a train wreck?
3: Yeah. So Danny and the flower lady, they got their Iceman figures. I got new stickers. I got new cards for business. We're back in it, and we're ready to go. Hashtag this is what we do.
1: All right. And we've got Christopher Todd along for the ride now.
3: Happy to be here.
1: All right. Good. Because chances are you're replacing Derek. (laughs) Like formally and
2: officially. <laughs> oh,
1: I love you, D Rock. I want you to come back, but man, it's just impossible to coordinate with you. So eventually, D Rock will make an appearance, but I think for Listen, now, I
0: am not going to be the Sammy Hagar to his David Lee Roth. Okay, I'm saying that right now.
1: F- fair enough. Will you be the Gary Sharon?
0: <laughs> the guy from Extreme. That didn't happen. <laughs>
1: We love you I'm D. Sorry. I don't want D-Rock. I don't want Derek to think I don't want him on the show anymore. That couldn't be further from the truth.
0: Well, well, maybe this is because you missed his WrestleMania party.
1: Yes, which I want to hear all about. Unfortunately, I have 3 children. I have a wife who does not understand wrestling and thinks it's a complete waste of time, and she was not going to unleash the Van Zant. She wasn't going to let me go. She wasn't unleashing Senior Bow that night. So I had to stay home and do my fatherly and husbandly duties, and I hope everyone understands. But I did see some pictures, I heard a few stories, but not. Nation wants to know all about D-Rock's WrestleMania party, which took place on Sunday, April seventh. Was
2: it? Yes. Good.
1: Awesome. So why don't you guys talk about that? Tell Chris you went. So from your perspective, yeah. how was it? Tell us about it.
0: Well, you have to understand, I'm not a big wrestling fan. Nowhere's near as big a fan as, as these guys are. I mean, I watch wrestling basically at Derek's parties and on the treadmill at the gym. And that's pretty much it. So I go more to hang out and just to see everybody than for the wrestling. But I'll tell you, it's a great party. I mean, Jay Money made his strawberry margaritas.
1: Oh, those are world famous.
0: World famous. Uh, delicious. Uh, you like those uh, cups. Yeah, he he found he found light up glow cups.
1: <laughs> he 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 stepped up the the glowing ice cubes. He kicked it up a notch.
0: In the glowing ice cubes too. The two the two things I'll tell you about the party. You know, just to throw out there, I got to meet your former podcasting partner Joey DiCarlo.
1: You never met Joey before?
0: I've never met Joey before.
1: Huh? I didn't realize that. No, no. Yes. Joey DiCarlo of So Wizard Podcast was at the wrestling party.
0: And and it's always weird because I'd only heard him on a podcast. So right. when you meet someone who's in a podcast, it's like, I know you pretty well, but you have no idea who I am. <laughs>
1: That's right. It is weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can, have a, you can have an intimate conversation about their life, but you're a complete stranger.
1: Exactly. I, I feel that way. Like all of J Money's friends from Big... Oops, sorry. I can't say the name of the store all of J money's friends from that store that will not be named and everyone else they know very intimate details about my life like more than probably my own family like my <laughs> my cousin tony actually is a avid listener he's a member of not nation and he listens every every time we drop a podcast and he's probably the one family member who knows me better than anybody else because I do. I just let loose on this. It's like free f- let the freak
3: flag fly
1: on Not Another Nerdy Podcast.
3: <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Thank you, J Money. Yeah, so J- that's Joey.
3: I think Joey actually missed an episode because he was at the WrestleMania party.
1: Is that true?
3: I believe so, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
1: That's crazy.
3: The problem with WrestleMania is it, it's too long. That's my only complaint.
1: Yeah, well, he said it started. At, I was talking with Joey, and he said it started at six, and he left. At, oh, he left cool. at eleven, and it was still going on. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me!
0: It it yeah. started at five, dude. And it, yeah, I didn't. I left not long after Joey did because I a had to be up and be to work, and I just couldn't couldn't stay awake anymore. I didn't see the last match, but then again, like I said, not exactly the biggest wrestling fan in the world, so I wasn't crying too much about it. But right before you thought the last match was on, they threw in this weird dude playing the guitar, and then John Cena coming out and just beating on him. It was just weird and pointless, and they should have skipped that.
1: Yeah. Speaking of beating on, didn't someone attack Bret Hart?
3: At the Hall of Fame ceremony, yeah.
1: What happened
3: with that? Some just asshole ran into the ring, and, tr- and and he actually tackled Bret Hart.
1: Call him what he is, a jabroni.
3: Yeah, a uh, 61-year-old Hall of Famer Bret Hart who's had at least one stroke and is not supposed to take any bumps. Some crazy-ass fan ran into the—well, I, I say fan loosely. Some asshole ran into the ring. And uh, Ronda Rousey's husband beat the crap out of the guy.
1: Do you think maybe someone should explain to this fan that wrestling is not real?
0: It's a show.
1: Right. It's entertainment. It's it's called World
0: Wrestling Entertainment. He'd been been tweeting stuff about Vince McMahon or something beforehand. He was all bent out of shape about something.
3: (sighs) He was bent out of shape about the fact that the women's match was the main event.
0: Are you kidding me? That's it. That's some
1: bullshit. Wow, taking it a little too serious there, buddy.
3: So,
0: I hope they throw the book at the guy. Oh,
1: he's he's going to jail. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: what, a, what a fucking moron.
0: Well, speaking of women, the women's match, which I didn't get to see, but there were women's matches earlier, I got to tell you one of the funniest things about the party is how seriously Derek's daughter takes wrestling.
3: Oh, my God, it's fantastic.
0: Gracie? She gets into it like you wouldn't believe. It's hilarious how... How angry she got when the tag team she didn't want to win won.
3: And that was the tag team I wanted to win. She was so mad at me. Wow. Nobody wants them to win, J-Money. Nobody.
1: Your niece calls you Jay money
3: uh, Well, she's not really my niece. <laughs> or,
1: I'm sorry, your cousin, your younger cousin.
3: She'd be like my second cousin. Right. right, that's true. Oh, yeah, of course she calls me Jay money Right, Chris? You were there. I mean, she
0: was yelling at me.
3: Nobody For wants sure. him to win, Jay Money. Nobody.
0: <laughs> Are you and Derek first cousins? Yes. Yes. She's your first cousin once removed. There you go. Okay. So but yeah, she calls she calls you Jay Money. That's all which hilarious. Which I did think. Which at, you know what's funny? At the time, didn't think anything of it. Now that time's bringing up, a little weird. Right. Thank you.
3: It's <laughs> funny. I don't. I've gotten into almost borderline arguments with Gracie before, because she doesn't believe that we're related
1: (laughs) (laughs) well she probably doesn't want to admit it
3: and i've actually took out my id and said look gracie we have the same last name (laughs) and she like was picking up my id and reading it and she's like no no
0: no we're not related
1: did she think your last name was money maybe (laughs) J money
3: maybe but like we've been toy hunting before and uh I would be telling her, Gracie, you realize we have the same last name? No! She's, like, yelling at me and stuff.
0: So, wait it's, a second. So, she has, like, a Luke Skywalker and Empire Strikes Back reaction?
3: Yeah, <laughs> no! exactly. It's not true! It yeah, she's, be. like, yelling at me. And I given her my ID. She, like, picked it up. She's, like, staring at it. And she'll, like, throw it back at me and say, no, we're not related.
1: And then you turn to her and
2: you say, search your feelings. You know it to be true.
0: You're my first cousin once removed.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Doesn't so. have the same ring as I am your father, it's right? Right. But it's it's been really funny.
3: We've gotten into some heated fights, little mini fights, you know. So Gracie
1: fights. was at the world at the WrestleMania party. Yep. And she's a and Derek has raised a good nerd. She's a she's a wrestling fan.
3: Oh yeah, she gets up, jumps up and down, starts yelling and screaming. It's great. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, she likes all the good guys, and I like all the bad guys, so that's another (laughs) reason she gets so mad at me.
1: I wish my daughters would get that passionate about something I geeked out over.
3: She had a... What t-shirt does she have on? I can't remember. Crap. Might have been AJ Styles. I know she's a big AJ Styles fan. She's a big Johnny Gargano fan. She loves Johnny Gargano.
1: So what was the highlight of this particular WrestleMania money?
3: uh bill's guacamole who dr bill
1: oh the official doctor of not nation
3: yeah he was there he made an appearance he went with me he did yeah he,
1: and he made didn't he? i think he did did he make his own guacamole
3: yeah he makes homemade guacamole and it's freaking awesome awesome
0: we we got the entire fleet of Domino's drivers to come <laughs> yeah there was like three or four right what? No, I think no, there was two. Derek ordered dominoes and then he realized that he didn't order enough, so he called back, but for some reason they couldn't send the same driver. Okay. So we had two separate drivers come, even <laughs> though the orders they could have combined them with no problem.
1: Right. They wanted to get two different tips.
0: Apparently. Well, <laughs> little do they know they're getting one tip. <laughs> Oh, this is shit. this is Derek and Carly we're talking about here.
1: I'm sorry, who?
3: Carly. Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss Carly.
3: So we gotta yeah, have her
1: on the show again soon.
3: We should maybe when uh,
1: when Derek ever records again.
3: Yeah. So maybe when um, I don't know Avengers Ten comes out or something.
1: <laughs> I told him he has to record the Endgame up ep- when we do an Endgame review.
3: He's probably gonna hate it. Well, that's fine. He can be the one person. That's right. So yeah, it was a good party. Yeah, like I said, we had lots of food, lots of booze, lots of drinks. Chris Todd was there, I was there, Dr. Bill, Farmer Mike was farmer there. Farmer
1: Mike, the, whole the farmer. Yeah. Iron Mike Abadamarco showed up.
3: Yeah, he was there. He was pissed yeah. off about something, wasn't he?
1: Probably that Joey was there. He and I didn't think he and Joey got
0: along.
3: Actually, no, he wasn't pissed off at anything. He he was kind of drunk, actually. Really?
0: Yeah, like I he was, think, I think he was tired more than anything else is what I got from him. He probably has been up since
3: like 2:30 a.m. Right. So he gets cows? up
1: with the with the chickens.
3: <laughs> the roosters. <laughs> it's so, a cop. Yeah, it was uh it was fun. Everyone was there. Um it wasn't a huge party. Derek didn't want to do a giant one. That's why it was just kind of like maybe a dozen of us.
1: The closest friends.
3: Yeah. Closest and circle. He wanted real wrestling fans there, not just people that well, Chris Todd was there, but he's part of the podcast, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a little different.
0: I'm the token. That's yeah, hard.
3: exactly. So I, I will admit, even me and uh, Dr. Bill left early.
1: Yeah. So I heard one of our Knotheads actually attended WrestleMania. Tell us about that.
3: Lily Zemi. Nice. So, who, uh, she self-proclaimed herself the number one Knothead over what? Danny
1: Abbott. Oh, man. Them fighting yeah. words. She could be the number one female Knothead. Oh, okay. That's a good... Yeah, like the women's division. Yeah, she's the women's division of Knot Nation. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, she was... We
0: need uh, to divide Knot Nation up like that. Well... Can't we all be one nation?
1: <laughs> no. Apparently not. Danny Abbott is the number one Knothead. There's... That's it. End of story.
3: Yeah, Lily uh, attended the entire weekend. She went to a Ring of Honor show... On Saturday night, which is like a smaller wrestling company, but they actually sold out Madison Square Garden. Wow! Then she attended, obviously WrestleMania, and she tailgated with, get this, Joe from Dinner and a Podcast. Get out of fellow, here, fellow fellow IHOP network member. You're kidding me? No, not at all. They met up in the parking lot. Lily got there and put her grill in a parking spot and saved it for Joe. That's amazing. People were trying to park there and she's like, nope, this is for Joe. Get out of this parking spot. <laughs> that's awesome. She, she would not let anybody park there.
1: Oh, that's cool. I can't wait to listen to Dinner in a Podcast and hear Joe's version of this story.
3: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I hope they cover it. I'm sure um, you will. Oh, it was Fantastic. She covered it on her Instagram all weekend, and man, did she do an awesome job. She was doing live videos, posting photos, stories. She did an absolutely fantastic job. I cannot thank her enough.
1: You know what is funny is I thought I remember her posting stuff on our pages, and then, they were, then it wasn't there anymore. What happened there?
3: I don't know. I think someone hacked into our accounts and started deleting her posts.
1: Why would they do that?
3: Man, this is some
2: bullshit!
3: Maybe there's someone out there that has a grudge against Lily?
1: Who would do that?
3: I
0: have no clue.
1: Who has access to our accounts other than you, me, and DRock?
0: Who could have a grudge against her? What has she done that's grudge-worthy? Nothing, as far as I'm
3: concerned. Lily is a huge... Friend of mine and a huge fan of the show. I don't know. Hmm.
1: I just don't know why anyone would sabotage content for the Not Nation social media. I don't,
3: especially such good content. I mean, she's at WrestleMania, eighty-two thousand plus people.
1: Yeah, she was like giving everyone an experience, like they were there with her, and I don't know why anyone would poo-poo all over that.
3: Like Librarian Kate had commented, how. She was so, it was so fun all weekend following me Lily, on Instagram and on our Facebook page. She thought it was fantastic. It was just a blast following along with her. And the fact that she met Joe,
1: <laughs> that's crazy.
3: Uh, Joe was grilling up burgers. He was grilling up hot dogs. Man, they had a good time. I was really jelly. I won't lie.
1: <laughs> well, maybe Could you, you can go jelly? next time. He did say jelly, didn't he?
0: Did you just say jelly, J Money? Yeah, I was really jelly.
1: Freaking millennial.
0: <laughs> holy shit are you gonna put on your uggs and your north face jacket
3: Stop being basic. <laughs> so yeah thanks again to lily big shout out
1: thanks lily uh, i'm sorry that somebody deleted your stuff i don't know why that happened and
3: don't worry it's all back
1: we'll make sure that won't happen again
3: no and uh check out our instagram if you want to check out all our photos and her videos and her posts check out her all her uh, personal one too at lily zemi she uh, did some really nice videos about meeting joe and the whole crew
1: that's awesome yeah and make so. sure you check out dinner in a podcast if you haven't already most of our listeners already listen to them but if you haven't checked out dinner in a podcast yet you gotta check out that show they're part of the ihop radio network with us along Aussie with and
3: the palm yep Dudes in Toyland, The Gooners Podcast, Legends in My Spare Time. Our boy Are the Colonel and Kiesty show part of it?
1: Yeah, well, that's part of the Aussie and the Palm Network. Aussie and the Palm Network, right? which is part of IHOP, so, yeah. Okay. It's all inclusive. Yep. So, yeah, those are all our boys, and support them. They're great. Oh, yeah. And And it's different kinds of podcasts, too. It's not all nerdy stuff, so you can broaden your horizons and expand your minds and... Check out I can't some wait. other things.
3: I can't wait to see what Joe says about meeting Lily.
1: Yeah, it'll be cool.
3: They looked like they had a blast. Lily kept uh, trying to FaceTime me during WrestleMania, <laughs> so I'm in. I'm in Derek and Carly's bedroom because it was the only like private place in the house. Trying to FaceTime with uh, Lily.
1: They allowed you in their bedroom.
3: Well, I just went. They, the door wasn't shut or locked or anything.
1: <laughs> I just walked into their bedroom. Yes. Just stumble upon anything interesting in there. No. Oh, it could was have, dark. I you, didn't put the you, light. On. You could have made something up right there.
3: <laughs> uh, so Lily was, yeah. Uh, you know, she was. She was having fun.
2: Good.
1: Well, I'm so. glad she had a blast. I'm glad she did that for our podcast. That was awesome. Thank you very much. And I'm glad she got to meet Joe. Joe's the man. Oh God, yeah. Uh, those, I had such a blast with those guys when I went out to New York uh, a couple of years ago and we actually met up with them and recorded a podcast. That was so much fun.
3: I think it's time we do it again.
1: Absolutely. Now that we're part of the IHOP network, we definitely want to do some cross promotions and some cross podcasting. Alrighty, so that's WrestleMania. What else we want to talk about, boys? You want to get into the Shazam review money?
3: Yeah, Shazam. Uh, I liked it. I give it four stars.
1: Out of how many?
3: Out of five. Yeah, it was really, really good. I liked it. It was way more like a Marvel movie than a DC movie.
1: Well, gee, what a, um, what a shock.
3: I
0: mean, good.
1: <laughs> so are you, would you say of all the DCEU movies that they put out, Shazam is probably one of the best?
3: It's my favorite one so far.
1: Wow, even above Wonder Woman?
3: Wonder Woman hasn't aged well. Really? hmm
1: I haven't watched it recently. Maybe I have to revisit that.
3: That whole fourth act is just so bad. Like, the villain is so awful. The oh, when, CG is yeah, so bad. Yeah,
1: when they reveal Aries and, yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah and, and it just, my niece didn't like it. She thought it was too dark and a little scary. And I I it, 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 I still like Wonder Woman. I would probably give it three and three-quarter stars. Okay. Same with Aquaman. I'd probably give Aquaman three and three quarters, and I give Shazam four. All right. Um, Aquaman was just a different movie. It was this gigantic world building, you know, fantasy movie where Shazam was kind of smaller, scaled, just took place in a little town.
1: All right. So tell us about Shazam. What is the premise?
3: Uh, Well, it's a kid who kind of just randomly gets picked as like an elder Shazam. There's like a. almost like a Jedi council of Shazam's and there, and there's one left and he has to pick someone to have his powers because he's dying.
1: Okay. To become his successor.
3: Yeah. 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 And so he He is like dying and kind of has to pick someone quick. And he finds this kid who is like an orphan and has moved from a step house, step parents to step parents. And he picks the kid as Billy's name and, he gives him the powers of Shazam. And, and so the kid's like 15. And when he says Shazam, he turns him like a full adult with like Superman's powers. Wow. And it's all about him learning how to use his powers. And one of his brothers, you know, his stepbrothers, is like, uh, he's a crippled kid and he's like a gigantic superhero fan. And so he's like, let's try to see what powers you have. And so they're like, do you have laser eyes? Can you fly? Do you have super strength? Can you teleport? Can you turn invisible? And they go through all the superpowers, and they he just kind of finds himself as this Shazam character. And oh, so the, the,
1: the older guy who gives him the power, who imbues the power in him, doesn't yep. explain to him what the power is, like what he can Not do? Not at all, no. Oh, Jesus. That's rough. It's
3: it's like a coming-of-age story. He has to find out what happens when he turns older. And, you know, he turns older, so he tries to buy beer. He goes into a strip club. He does all this funny stuff.
1: (laughs) Does everything that a teenage boy would try to do.
3: Right, exactly. Picture if you were 15, and all of a sudden you were in, like, a 30-year-old body, what would you do? Right. You'd try to buy beer. You'd try to go to a strip club. (laughs) That's awesome. So, But it was all done in a very PG-13 way.
1: Right. So you would recommend it?
3: Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely worth checking out in the theater. Um, I liked it a lot. Like I said, I liked it better than Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Definitely the best DCEU movie yet.
1: Was there a lot of reference to the other DCEU movies in it?
3: I was surprised because I didn't even know going in that it was part of the same universe. I thought maybe it was part of a different universe. But it actually was part of the DCEU universe, which, you know, the uh, Batman versus Superman, the Aquaman, the Wonder Man, uh, the Wonder Woman <laughs> universe.
1: So he makes reference to all those characters.
3: Yeah. Do you uh, How spoilery do you want me to get?
1: Yeah, you, I mean, I, I'll see it eventually, but I'm not worried about spoilers for a movie like this. You so just don't. worry about
3: the Knot heads.
1: Uh, well, they can fast forward if they don't want to hear spoilers. Spoiler alert, Knot Nation. If you yeah, haven't seen like, Shazam yet.
3: Here- yeah, here's like three minutes of spoilers. Go ahead. So at the end of the movie, the uh, his stepbrother, the cripple kid, you know, he's kind of like a loser, and he wants to seem like he's cool in school. So he's like, "I'm gonna bring Shazam to show and tell, and show everyone that he's my friend." Yep. So he brings Shazam to uh, show and tell, and he's and all the kids are like, "Oh, that's cool, that's Shazam," and Shazam's like, "Oh, I brought one of my buddies along with me, and it's Superman."
1: Superman showed up. Yep, that's awesome. So Henry Cavill was in the movie.
3: They don't; they only show him from the neck down.
1: Oh. Ah.
3: so it was obviously just some Joe Schmo, right?
1: That they put
3: in Superman costume. That's cool. So that was really awesome. I didn't, I didn't expect that at all. Like, I saw the the first two trailers for this, and I was just like, whatever. I didn't really care, you know. I was like, I'll go see it, but I didn't really know anything about it. And I don't know. Then at the end of the movie, um. As Billy has, he's in the foster home with, like, five or six other stepkids, and he ends up turning all the other stepkids into other Shazams.
1: How does he do that?
3: He has the staff with the uh, guy, the old guy who gave him the power had, like, a staff, and the bad guy of the movie had the staff, and they all grabbed the staff, and they all became, like, other versions of Shazam. No kidding. So that was really cool. I didn't expect that at all. I didn't read anything about that. And... Some of them, you know, they were all young kids, so they all of a sudden they became adults. Yeah. So that was cool. But there was one girl who were was any like,
1: of them famous people when they adult when they became adults?
3: No, none of them were. No. Oh. One of them though was like a seventeen year old girl as her regular self, and when she turned into Shazam, she was the only one who was like the same actress. Okay. And she had a little Shazam sh- skirt on, so I really liked that. That was really that was it. That was Shazam. It had two after credit scenes, which were really cool. One of them, the kid was like, had a fishbowl with a goldfish and Shazam was like looking at the fish and he's like, come on, can you talk to the fish? Can you talk to the fish? (laughs)
2: Like
3: Aquaman. Yeah. And Shazam was like, what kind of a stupid superpower would be talking to fish? (laughs) And so the the kid was like, are you kidding me? You could command a giant army of killer fish. It would be awesome. (laughs) And they panned out and he had an Aquaman t-shirt on.
1: Nice. That's funny.
3: I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I think Zach, scene,
1: Zach, scene, Zach, scene. Zach Levi is awesome, so the guy yeah, he who plays was great. Shazam, he was I'm, awesome, I'm a man. fan of his, so eventually I'll see it.
3: I mean, you I really you really believe that he was a 15-year-old in an older body, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, bright-eyed and, you know, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> That's awesome. So the villain was, meh, but...
1: I heard, know. see, I heard good things about the villain. Mark Strong plays the villain, right? Yes. Yeah, from Kingsman. I heard he was awesome.
3: Yeah, I'm, I... I don't know. It's just I feel like I would have rather had Black Lightning, but I know they can't use him yet.
1: Well, or Black Adam, right?
3: Black Adam, yeah. Whoever The Rock's going to be.
1: Yeah, Black Adam. So,
3: I don't know. I definitely give it four stars, thumbs up. Go see it if you can. If not, definitely red box it.
1: All right. What so, do you think, Chris? You're going to see it?
0: You know, I'll see it when it comes on cable, Okay. probably, HBO, something like that. But, and I know I I brought this up with you, Tom, but just to think, I haven't seen Aquaman or Shazam, but I've seen all the other DC movies and let's face it, they're not great. Wonder Woman was good. From what I've heard, Aquaman was probably the best so far. Obviously, J Money loves Shazam. Maybe they're getting better as time goes on, but the DC universe as a whole, not really coming together all that great.
1: No, in fact, they've already said Henry Cavill's done playing Superman. Ben Affleck's done playing Batman and Ezra Miller's no longer the Flash, so half their cast are gonna be recast.
3: And that guy is no longer cyborg either.
1: Right. So-, so you've got Jason Momoa who's still gonna be Aquaman, and you have Gal Gadot still being Wonder Woman, but the rest of them are all gonna be replaced by other actors. That's gonna be very strange.
3: That's some bullshit.
0: So the point I'm I'm getting to here, and I'm you know, maybe it's a long tail and a small kite, but this just shows you how massively monumental an achievement the MCU really is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about it. We're 11 years in. Endgame's going to be the 22nd movie. 22 movies building up to something mm-hmm. over 10 years. Star Wars never managed to do that. They're what, 11 movies total in at this point? Not comparing the two, but you get what I'm saying here. Right. They have built up this story. That is coming to a conclusion that everybody is just on pins and needles about. I mean, we're talking. This started so long ago that in the very beginning of the first Iron Man movie, he made a joke about MySpace.
1: Yeah, yes, he did.
0: I mean, the, this story has been going on so long. MySpace was a thing, right. and it doesn't, <laughs> and it hasn't gotten old. Almost every Marvel movie has aged well. I miss MySpace. What's that? <laughs> I said I missed MySpace.
1: Uh, MySpace fucked up and deleted everybody's shit off of their page. Everyone, remember
3: your your top eight, how mad people would be if they weren't if in they your weren't
1: top eight? If they were in your top eight, yeah, I remember that shit. Hey.
3: So, so they had oh. to go to a top 12?
2: Yeah, you know,
1: I only have like five friends, so no one ever complained about it.
0: I was having a moment. About what? About just pointing out how much we should really appreciate the Marvel movies.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Jay Money sidetracked you with MySpace talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm just making a point. MySpace isn't even a thing anymore, right? But right. The Marvel universe goes on, and now we're all like, now we're all worried about what's going to happen after this movie because all these characters, you know, Robert Down. It sounds like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are out, which and yeah, it's uh, been a and, lot of years. And, I can't blame them for wanting to move on.
1: And Chris Hemsworth.
0: You know, he said he'll stick around, and I bet you I bet you they've got at least one more Thor movie in him. He's he too said busy a, doing but, Men in Black. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to He's that. He's too
1: busy being Hulk Hogan. He's gonna be Hulk Hogan in the Hulk Hogan Netflix biopic.
0: I can see that. Did you see that the pre sale tickets for Endgame, they've sold more pre sale tickets than Infinity War and the last four Star Wars movies combined?
2: Wow.
1: That's insane.
0: Well, well, I guess I'll tell the story since D-Rock isn't here to tell it. Go ahead. So the preemptive, the preemptive endgame ticket story. You should
3: do it in your in a D-Rock voice. Yes. I don't do impressions.
0: Just no.
1: Oh, oh,
0: no. You just gotta say it's stupid, it's so stupid. So <laughs> the day they went on sale, I'm sitting in court, and there's a lot of downtime where nothing happens while you're sitting in court. So I was checking my email. I got the email from Cinemark. That endgame tickets were going on sale. And this is nine thirty in the morning. Derek had said he was gonna buy tickets for him and Tom and myself. So I sent him an email and said, Are you still gonna get end game tickets? And I got back, they're on sale.
1: <laughs> He's usually on top of that shit too.
0: They didn't say when they were going on sale, and if I hadn't told him, he didn't get a notice from Fandango, which he usually gets, until twelve thirty. Oh wow. Since I told him he went online and bought them and basically got like the last four seats in the theater. Wow. So it was just by dumb luck that we managed to get tickets for opening night.
1: Well, no, it's that it's a good thing you were fucking off in court and looking at your phone and you noticed that they went on sale. That's what it is.
3: You guys are going late too, aren't you?
1: Yeah, we're going at ten thirty. I didn't realize this movie's like three hours long. We're not gonna get out of there till two in the morning. At least <laughs> Chris, yeah, gonna be you got to work Friday morning? <laughs> I'm sure I do. See, I'm on vacation. That starts my vacation week. Uh, my birthday is actually Endgame's going to go into my birthday, I think, right? No, it won't because sure. we're we're seeing it Thursday night, which is the 25th. It opens Friday the 26th. My birthday is Saturday the 27th. So, But oh, okay. It, that's okay. It's an early birthday present for me. I get to see Avengers Endgame, see it all come to fruition.
3: Yeah, I'm not going until Friday. Oh, really? Friday at 4.20 p.m.
1: 4.20, there you go.
3: Yeah, there's a million tickets still available, so I was able to get whatever seats I wanted.
1: Well, after you see it, we should probably think about recording maybe that night if possible. I'm down. Yeah, we're going to have to do a quick review on that and get that out. Not Nation needs to know all about Avengers Endgame.
0: I don't think it will be a quick review. (laughs) Right. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to take good notes. Mm-hmm. I am avoiding spoilers for this movie like The Plague. And mm-hmm. I've done pretty well so far. The only thing I've seen at all is the previews.
1: Well, what's really annoying, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Disney's streaming service, Disney Plus. They've made a lot of announcements this past week, including how much it's gonna cost. You guys have any idea how much? I, I just give me a guess. Guess how much they're going to charge. Now Netflix is up to 12.99 a month, so that just to give you a basis of the typical streaming service. What do you think Disney is going to charge for their streaming service?
0: Not 12.99.
1: Not 12.99. Okay, that's a good guess. Less. How about you, money?
0: I would say
3: 14.99.
1: 14.99. That's a good guess. That was a popular popular assumption. People thought Disney was going to go for it, and they're Disney, so they can get it, and they're going to charge fourteen ninety nine more than Netflix, and still get that money.
3: Now, are all the old, like, legacy movies going to be on this?
1: I believe everything in the vault is going to be available.
3: So... I'm going a minimum of fourteen ninety nine. Okay, right. a minimum because don't, and people don't forget, are going to pay that.
1: And they bought Fox; they get so they got all the Fox movies too now in their cache. They're those are all going to be available to stream on there.
0: Yeah, I'm going a minimum of fifteen.
1: Okay, yeah. how about you, Chris? What do you think?
0: Are we doing this Prices Right style? Sure, one dollar. Oh, no, come on. I honestly would take the over on fifteen bucks. Okay, I will go nine ninety nine a month. I $9.99? think they're going to go less than Netflix.
1: I think nine ninety nine is a fair price. I think fourteen ninety nine is a fair price for all that content you're going to get. Guess how much they are we going just... to be charging you? Six dollars and ninety nine cents a month for Disney Plus. <laughs> That's
3: sixty nine. The, the first month?
1: No, every month. And. We... If you pay yearly, you can pay 69.99 for the entire year and it works out to be like $5.80 a month. No. I'm not I'm not even kidding you. 6.99. They wow. are they're just trying to wipe everybody else. They they're saying, "Let's show you how it's done." They're Disney. They can afford to let it go for that cheap they can they're going to make a profit they're going to have so many subscribers it's not going to fucking matter
3: and this is hd i believe so with the vault stuff everything the star wars stuff
1: all the star wars content which they announced mandalorian is going to be debuting in november when they release the when they debut disney plus mandalorian will be Available. It'll be one of the first original shows available on their streaming service.
3: Less than $2 a week? <laughs> it's crazy, right? Are you sure? I'm tell- going to go research I'm
0: this.
1: I'm telling you the truth. I would not lie to you. I would not lie to Not Nation, more importantly. Hey, Tom. Yes, sir.
0: Remember when we were kids, the Crazy Eddie commercials?
1: <laughs> yes, his prices are insane.
0: Insane! That's what this is. You Absolutely. Need, you need that sound drop from here. That's crazy. It out. It's nuts! It's nuts. <laughs> no, that is pretty cheap for for, for all Disney. you're going to get.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, shit. Honestly, for that price, they didn't even need to buy all of Fox's movies. I think six ninety-nine. Just the original uh, Disney content and Star Wars content they were going to give you was worth six ninety-nine. And then you're going to get all the Fox shit too.
0: Well, and it's amazing that they're charging it that. That low because, as we know, Disney likes to suck every penny out of your wallet.
1: Well, apparently they want to make a statement and they want to get as many subscribers as possible. And for that price point, they're they're going to.
0: I give it a year and it goes up to ten bucks a month, and that's they're fine. going to get people suckered in. That's fine. That's that's smart marketing, my friend. I know, but as we all know, you know, have you ever talked to anybody who's gone to Disneyland? Yes. They basically just Mickey just sticks a Hoover in your wallet and sucks it all out. <laughs> In your what? Uh, sucks a hoover in your wallet. It sucks oh. all your money. Blows your cartridges? <laughs> blows your cartridges.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's it. And they so they announced that. Now, this is where I'm getting at. This is why I, I, our Avengers Endgame story spun into this uh, segue into this Disney streaming thing. Because they announced that they are doing a Vision and Scarlet Witch TV show starring Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen from the movies. And they announced a Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show, which is going to star Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan from the movies. And they announced they're going to be doing a Hawkeye TV show starring Jeremy Renner from the fucking movies. All of the original actors... Tom Hiddleston's playing Loki. They got everybody doing original content, original TV shows for this streaming service. My mind is fucking blown.
3: And don't forget about new season of the Clone Wars.
1: That's right, and and for you fans of Star Wars, uh, Star Wars story Rogue One, they're doing a Cassian Andor TV show, and Alan Tudyk will be reprising his role as everyone's favorite. Cantankerous Droid K2SO.
3: So, I think I'm going to uh, step down to part-time. Just work like 25 hours a week. <laughs>
1: Just so you have time to watch everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't even.
1: It's insane. There's going to be so much good original content. I'm so excited for this Mandalorian show.
3: Oh, my God. You uh, see the logo?
1: Yeah, and Taika Waititi, uh, the the director of Thor Ragnarok, is going to be doing a voice of an IG assassin droid in the Mandalorian show. that people are wondering if it's IG-88. But he's definitely involved, and he's doing the voice of the droid.
3: Now, is that launch day?
1: Apparently, that's yeah. When they launch the streaming service, Mandalorian's going to be one of the first shows they drop. Wow. It's crazy, right? Nuts. They're going to make all the money. Just take my money now, Disney. Just take it.
3: So I'm guessing they're just counting on so many people subscribing at once.
1: Right, and, it's, and so six ninety nine doesn't seem like a lot, but when you've got 10 million subscribers paying six ninety nine dollars a month, suddenly, you know, you're rolling, you know? Let's hope
3: their servers can handle it and it doesn't, like, crash.
1: Well, I'm sure whatever Netflix is doing, Disney will do it twice as well because they have the money and resources to do that. That's crazy. It is crazy. But this was my point. So the reason I'm a little annoyed that they revealed they're doing all these Marvel character TV shows is it obviously kind of spoils what characters are surviving Endgame. You know, obviously Hawkeye is going to live. You know, obviously Vision and Scarlet Witch are going to live. And, I mean, you kind of knew that was going to happen anyway, but come on. It's, It's like with the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I don't want it spoiled for me. Obviously, I know Spider-Man's not going to stay dead, but Jesus, you know, well, let I wish
0: the Scarlet Witch could fill in a couple of years of between Civil War and Infinity War.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I'm wondering, is, it, is the Hawkeye show going to take place, you know, maybe explaining where he was all that time when he wasn't with the Avengers. Maybe he had his own solo adventure then, and so maybe it... Doesn't take place after Endgame, but they haven't said either way.
3: Could take place before he was even in uh, the Thor movie.
1: Yeah, I I think I'd like it better if he was already established as Hawkeye. I don't really want to see Clint Barton, Agent of Shield. You know, because that's what he was in the Thor movie.
3: <laughs> right. So. But
1: who knows? All I know is I'm very, very fucking excited about the Disney streaming service, and I can't and wait.
3: And I'm sure the budget's going to be better than those stupid Netflix shows.
1: I thought those Netflix shows were good. The Marvel Netflix shows, I thought they had a decent budget.
3: Maybe, the only maybe. one I really watched was uh, The Defenders, and I didn't like it.
1: Well, Daredevil had a great budget. Maybe Iron Fist probably didn't have the best budget, but then again, it didn't have the best writing or the best acting either. So,
3: Or the best anything. Yeah.
1: So that's it. That was my little Disney streaming breaking news. Six ninety nine a month, folks. Just set that seven dollars aside right now. I'm I'm just gonna buy a yearly subscription for sixty nine ninety nine. Totally worth it.
0: So, do you think with all the content they have in there, it's gonna include Song of the South?
1: No, 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 no. I think that one will be left on the uh, in the vault, deep in the vault.
0: We were talking about that at lunch the other day yeah. when we were talking about the streaming service, yeah. zippity like, doodah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, th- you think they let that one out? For no, probably? that
1: one's not coming out. No. So, anyways, <laughs> let's uh, let's avoid that controversial conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is, one of my office mates didn't even know about it. We had to explain it to her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's just something you don't want to explain to no, another person. No, that's
1: an uncomfortable it's like, conversation.
0: Well, Disney made this horribly racist movie at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Remus.
1: I will say, Zippity Doo dah is a catchy fucking song.
0: It is, but that's pretty much the only thing you can get out of that. Otherwise, <laughs> it should just be kind of forgotten. Yeah. Yep. So, all
1: right. Well, moving on. Chris, do you have any newsworthy things you want to discuss, you want to bring to Not Nation's attention? Anything worth talking about?
0: I do. There is an. Update, if you remember, some time ago, I reported to Not Nation about former actress and star Allison Mack.
1: Of Smallville fame?
0: Of Smallville fame. I think that's the only thing she's ever been in, frankly.
1: Uh, Notably, Uh, yes.
0: Well, that case is nearing an end as she has pled guilty. Really? And will be sentenced in the beginning of September, I believe. Oh,
1: shit. Wow. Yeah. So refresh our memories. What was she was involved in some kind of a sex cult, right?
0: Okay. Well, I'll give the the short version of what happened. Well, she was involved with this individual named Keith Rainier who had this organization, I guess you can call it, called Nexium, okay, which was oh yeah, it was marketed as a female empowerment self-help type organization for women. And Allison Mack got involved in it, and was, from what I'm gathering, about his second in command. And within this organization, there was a secret sorority. That was, I don't know exactly what the Latin words are because I can't read Latin. But <laughs> it was the it was it was called the Latin word for master and slave. Oh, yeah, song, so this gets, of, this song of the South. Started. Yes, yeah, she recruited Uncle Remus.
1: Zippity doodah, no. baby.:
0: Exactly. Well, she would recruit women into this cult within a cult, so to speak, and they would, as part of joining this, would have to give her nude photographs and other incriminating and embarrassing information yeah. so that they could hold it over their head so they wouldn't tell anyone what was going on. And also so they, the, all right, so the,
1: the people in order to get involved had to offer up their own blackmail material. Yeah. That's insane.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? And it gets worse. So you join, you come to this self help organization that's supposed to be pro female, pro women's empowerment, markets itself as a positive thing. And then they pick out probably the most vulnerable targets and recruit them into the secret society, abbreviated DOS, who, as part of their initiation, not only had to give up their own blackmail material, had to be branded with this guy's initials. Wait, what? Yeah. They literally held them down and branded them on their hip, basically. The picture I saw, a woman who escaped from this showed a picture. She had a brand kind of on her, on her hip about where a bikini line would go by. Then they would become this guy, Rainier Sex Slaves. Holy shit. And Alison Mack was recruiting them into this.
1: And why and, would anyone agree to do this?
0: I don't know. Why did everybody agree to drink the Kool Aid at Jonestown?
1: Yeah, all right, fair enough. Why did
0: people go? Why did people kill a bunch of actresses because Charles Manson asked them to? All right, fair enough. It's cult. I'm just a lawyer. I don't know how cult leaders work and how they convince people to do things. Well, the cult, they, the, cult
1: of, the cult of not nation, is a kind and loving cult, isn't it, Jay Money?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Check the uh, picture I just sent you.
1: <laughs> okay. that sounds ominous
3: no it's not at all All check it on uh, facebook messenger all right i'm looking i sent it to you and chris
0: okay yeah i thought i would think it's more of a collective than a cult so she um she pled guilty and as is pretty normal for federal court the actual sentencing will happen in i think it's the beginning of september wow there is a very good chance that she will be starring in a production of something at a federal penitentiary sometime <laughs> in the future.
1: <laughs> she's going to go away for a long time.
0: I I don't know. They say that she's looking it up to, I think there were two counts and she was looking up to 40 years, but it's not going to be that long. Federal court sentences people based on sentencing guidelines that essentially take into account the seriousness of the charge as well as the person's record. There's a few things that can tweak it up or down. So this will be a very serious charge, but she doesn't have, I'm guessing she doesn't have a long criminal record. Yeah. But
1: holding Uh, people down and branding them, that's.
0: Well, she's going to get away scot-free, but she's probably not going to do 40 years in prison either.
1: No, but I, I'd say she'll do 15.
0: No, she'll do a few years in prison and pay a probably a hefty fine and be on probation for a long time. Be my guess. Wow. I say she'll she'll I'll say less than ten, more than five will be my guess. Okay. And yeah, this will and she'll be a convicted felon for life. And we probably won't see her at the Smallville reunion episode.
3: <laughs> probably not. She won't be at Wizard World Smallville
0: edition.
1: Oh man.
0: No. Holy
1: <laughs> shit. That's insane, dude. Well, it's,
0: it's horrifying when she gets, when these things
1: exist, when she actually gets sentenced in September, you'll have to give us another update and let us know how far, how long she's going away for. I got to know that.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's just the fact that people fall for this and can get, can get convinced to join cults and these secret sorority within a cult and be abused to this nature. Just horrifying. Frankly, it's insane. I'm a freaking criminal defense lawyer saying that,
1: <laughs> and you've seen some pretty <laughs> crazy shit. You have no idea. No, oh, I know. someday. But yeah, so
0: that, that's you... the that's the update on the Smallville sex scandal.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for that.
0: And though I will say, to everybody's amazement. Kristen Crook apparently got out of this group long before she could get involved in any sort of branding, sex slavery. Uh, I was
1: going to say, does Kristen Crook have that guy's initials branded on her hip? Because that's that would be insane.
0: Apparently not. She was apparently involved very briefly. She left the organization and has never been charged with anything.
1: She until. is ridiculously hot. Yes,
0: she is.
3: Whew, man. Did they brand them with like a hot iron? Yeah.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, I've been I've been reading the stories on this and it's I mean it's almost as crazy as that other famous people religion that we won't name because I don't want you guys to get sued.
1: Thank oh, you. The, the Scientology.
0: Don't say it.
1: <laughs> I didn't say anything negative about them. I'm not gonna get sued.
0: I well, could be talking about any religion.
1: All religion is fucked up. Eh. I but mean th- look at the Catholic religion.
0: Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> oh, just stop
3: talking, Tom. <laughs> Stop, I'm just saying, stop, stop.
0: what? Hey, Tom, did you want me to ask you about something a former pope said? Yeah,
1: I showed Chris an article that a former pope, Benedict, had written. Whoa, why don't you tell Not Nation about that, Chris?
0: Listen, this is your cabbage patch. <laughs> Go ahead. Listen, he's a cranky old man who, it seems, is was blaming... A, a lack of god in their lives for a lot of the pedophilic priests he's bl-
1: he's blaming the hippies in the 60s for no, for for the priests touching young boys that's he's basically trying to blame hippies for the sex abuse scandals of the 80s
0: but the one thing i will say is if you read the full article there are I don't remember exactly who, but there were people who are currently involved in church hierarchy who said that, his, that it was ridiculous and that he never should have published it, and it's just going to set back. This
2: is the Pope. They yeah, do not go. get any higher in the hierarchy than me. I will give you my opinion if you would like to know what I think about my predecessor. Pope Benedict Cumberbatch and what he had to say about these priests and the hippies. Pope Benedict is absolutely correct. They are filthy and animals. The hippies cannot be trusted and the church cannot condone these hippies. They have corrupted the church and the priests and may God have mercy on their souls.
0: Thank you. I'm strangely okay with blaming hippies for things, though.
1: <laughs> well, I do not. I think it's ridiculous. I can't believe Pope Benedict. First of all, the guy stepped down as Pope. Do we really want to listen to him anymore? He couldn't no, even but- handle the job. He, he stopped being the Pope for a reason. So you're going to listen to his viewpoint
0: and his opinion on anything? Come on. He's just, he sounds kind of like a cranky old man going off at this point. He's losing it.
1: <laughs> what the hell did the 60s and hippies have to do with anything? I. What? I mean, shit, we live in a day of pornography and the Internet. You're going to blame anything. Blame the Internet for things. What do hippies do? Hippies just get high and have sex with each other. Hand Eat out-
0: vegan food.
1: <laughs> do they? Do hippies eat vegan food?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know, but I just, listen, I just like blaming things on vegetarians.
1: <laughs> well, we know you are a meat eater.
0: <laughs> <That> I am. <laughs> you're
1: you're you're cut from the same cloth as Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation. He's your spirit animal.
0: Hey, ninety percent of the meat in my fridge, I killed myself.
1: That's why no one can find their cats in your
0: neighborhood. <laughs> they keep blaming I that Ch- that poor Chinese restaurant. <laughs> it's you. That's why they went into business. (laughs) I got all their stock.
1: Speaking of cats, this is a terrible story. So uh, I told you guys how my wife accidentally ran over Thumper, our our other cat. Well, now Oliver, who was my favorite cat, has disappeared, and I think a fucking coyote got him because we have coyotes you can hear. Everywhere. Yeah, well, you can actually hear them tonight. They're out in the background yipping and yapping. A coyote. While I'm out here recording.
0: You're outside? Saw,
1: yeah, I'm outside.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah, I'm I on saw one
0: down. walking the dog two weeks ago, right down the road from my house, right in the middle of Springfield.
1: That's pretty unusual. I've never seen a coyote walking a dog before.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was walking the dog. The coyote was walking down the street. Got it. Yeah,
1: so unfortunately, Oliver got out one night, and uh, he didn't come back. So.
3: Oh, no.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking... And I called the animal control, and I called the police, and gave them a description. I'm like, if you find a carcass in the road, if somebody hit a cat, can you at least let me know so I have closure? And nobody has seen a cat of that description, so I think he. Well, I think he was metabolized, and
0: if it makes you feel any better, Tom, it very well could have been a fisher that got him.
1: A fisher cat.
0: Fisher cat could have got him. Maybe a bear. But would a bear eat oh, a so, cat? Yeah, of course they will. Would so it catch it?
1: What, I was going to say, is a bear fast enough to catch a cat?
0: I mean, I would put money more on a coyote or a or a fisher getting it than than a bear, but it's possible. Man. What? Why would you put me?
1: <laughs> Man, fisher cats are vicious. Oh. You ever heard one scream? Oh yeah, I'll curl your toes.
0: It's unsettling.
1: Yeah, I don't. I've I've never heard a fisher around here. I I suppose it's possible they're in the area, but I definitely have so heard.
0: I saw one a few miles away from where you live. Yeah, I've across definitely, across
1: I've definitely heard coyotes though, so I know they're around.
0: Oh, there's a ridiculous number of coyotes. People in my neighborhood see them all the time. There's been a couple of people who've been walking very small dogs that have actually got attacked by coyotes. Come on. Yeah, they'll get, they'll have coyotes follow them, <laughs> which is you know. But my dog, he weighs almost seventy pounds, so they're not going to bother the two of us. Right. They're not going to tangle with something that can fight back.
1: Right. So that's my sad story. Rest in peace, Oliver, wherever you are, buddy. I'm sorry.
0: My condolences for your loss.
1: Yeah, it sucks. So. Get a dog. I'm going to. Good. Yeah. We still have two more cats, though, that
0: we need to dispatch
1: (laughs) first. One by one, they're going. No, I, I joke. I don't wish anything bad to happen to the cats. I know I went off about Goose the Cat and Captain Marvel last episode. Because I'm not a I'm not a cat person, and I didn't really find that cat all that entertaining in that movie. But that doesn't mean I wish harm to any cat or any animal. And I certainly don't wish harm to my own cats. That is, my poor daughters are heartbroken over it. I feel so bad. And they have no closure because we don't know what happened to them. There's no body. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm telling them that like he went off on an adventure and found another home, and he's alive somewhere, even though you and I know that's not true.
0: He's living on a farm
1: upstate. <laughs> yeah, up in heaven.
0: So I didn't realize that you had almost as many cats as Carly at one point.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, uh! I didn't. Mrs. Bo did. Let's get it straight. Enough. All right. They weren't my yeah. cats. Oliver was mine, kind of, because I rescued him. Like, I found him as a kitten drowning in a puddle down in, uh, oh, shit, where was it? Down in Connecticut on the shore. And uh, I found this little kitten just abandoned, so I took him. And he was, like, literally weeks old. We had to bottle feed him. So that's why it's really sad because, you know, we had him since he was basically born. And uh, fuck you, coyotes, wherever you are. Fucking scavengers.
0: It's a circle of life, man. Circle of life.
1: I know. I get it. Anyway, that's my downer moment. Jesus. Let's do recommendations. (laughs) I
2: don't want to (laughs) end
0: on that note.
1: Oh, shit. Chris Todd, what do you want to recommend to Not Nation this week?
0: You know what? I I had a couple. I'm only going to give you two. One, if you watch the new season of Billions on Showtime, fantastic. Last week was probably the best episode of that show ever. Okay. And on Netflix, a series called Love and Death and Robots. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. It's 18 very short animated films that aren't connected to each other at all. It's not a They're each on their own individual story. They range from six minutes to 18 minutes long. And each of them has a kind of an interesting twist ending that I can't even describe it. Just watch it. My two favorites are the one about how yogurt ends up taking over the world. What? Yeah. Super intelligent yogurt ends up taking over the planet. Okay. And one where three robots go on a tourist trip of a post-apocalyptic city Talking about how humanity destroyed itself.
1: <laughs> that one, see that I think would be entertaining.
0: Oh, that is funnier than hell. It's it, cool. it's great. There's one spot where they go into a gym and there's a basketball and one of them picks it up and the other robot is like, I can't believe you're doing it. I can't believe you're doing it. And he drops the ball and it bounces a couple times. It says, How was it? How was it? Was it everything you hoped it could be? It's like, yeah, pretty <laughs> underwhelming actually. <laughs> So, like, they get like all excited about this really basic human things that we take for granted. But watch <laughs> it; it's a great one. You could binge watch the whole thing in about three hours. Nice. So oh. that's my recommendations, and of course, well, you'll recommend the other
1: one. That's right. How about you, Jay Money?
0: What do we think of Alexa? Is she
3: listening to everything we're saying, or what?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, she's not in my house.
3: I. Just keep seeing reports on Facebook The Amazon employees are listening to everything we're saying. And I just, I don't know. It's just weird.
1: Can you unplug it?
3: You can unplug Alexa, yeah. But, like, I'll be sitting here right now talking to you guys about Shazam. And I'll go on my Facebook feed and I'm getting, like, all this Shazam stuff. Really? Oh, it's <laughs> just so freaking weird.
1: That is oh,
0: creepy. Oh, yeah, that happens to me all the time.
3: Uh, the weirdest one ever was... I was talking to somebody about some impl- someone that we worked with, how his wife was doing those stupid adult coloring books. And I'm talking to them, and I'm on my Facebook feed. All of a sudden, I start getting these ads for adult coloring books. Wow. So this shit is getting so freaking weird.
1: Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable.
3: I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, recommendations. If you live anywhere within an hour of uh, Springfield, Mass., USA Earth, Milky Way, go to the Holyoke Mall, check out the new arcade called Round One. It's uh, like Dave and Buster's, but without the bar and restaurant. But it does uh, have a bowling bowling
1: alley. alley. Oh, I can't wait to bowl.
3: They have a bowling alley. They have billiard tables, tons of arcade games. They actually have an entire retro game fighting game uh, section.
1: Area, yep.
3: yeah, yeah. Um, they have an an entire retro game fighting area where they have Marvel vs. Capcom two, Blaze Blue, Dead or Alive, all these old Japanese uh, arcade fighting games. Which when S Dog comes to visit next year, oh, you bet your ass we'll be there.
1: Nice. They have don't they have karaoke booths too?
3: I haven't seen that yet. I don't know where it is because yeah. the place is freaking huge.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually, I I was delivering a lot of freight there when they were building it. So I got to, I got to, I got to watch them put it together basically.
3: (laughs) That's cool. So yeah, if you live anywhere within, I would say I would drive an hour to go. It's, it's really fun. Uh, It's huge. A lot of games, a lot of the games where you, you know, you win tickets and stuff like that. $1.99 drafts.
1: Yeah. The mall has basically, it's becoming like an entertainment complex rather than a place to go buy stuff.
3: Yeah, the bouncy house thing, and
1: they're putting a movie theater in there, and yeah,
3: that's gonna be great because I can just go there and it's don't one have stop. To leave.
1: I was gonna say it's one stop shopping for you. You just <laughs> yeah spend a day there doing all the stuff you love.
3: Yeah, go to GameStop, go to Best Buy if they're still open. <laughs> Other than that, um, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out soon, so uh, pre-order that. I'm gonna pick it up on. Day one? Can mm-hmm. you believe we've had 11 Mortal Kombats?
1: No, nah, it's insane.
3: So, that's what my recommendations.
1: I want a Mortal Kombat reboot, like, movie. I want, like, a good Mortal Kombat movie.
3: I don't think we're ever going to get that. Damn.
1: With today's special effects, they could make a kick-ass Mortal Kombat movie.
3: R-rated. Gory. I would love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well... Chris Todd kind of hinted at my recommendation. My recommendation is going to be The Blacklist, ladies and gentlemen. This show, what can I say about The Blacklist? It is consistently great. Like, some shows have their ups and downs. This show never disappoints. Every episode is great. I don't think I've ever seen a bad episode of The Blacklist, Chris. Have you?
0: No, and this season's been very strong. Insane. I mean, I think it's almost as good as the season before last, which was the, um, why oh, can't I remember his old, you remember the season where his empire kind of came crumbling down. Right. That was, I think the best season of the show so far. This season has been nearly as good. It's pretty awesome. It yeah. it's has awesome. it's been fantastic. And I'm obviously, I'm always been a huge James Spader fan, so Absolutely. I got nothing bad to say about it.
1: No, I, and I just, all the characters are great. Everyone on that show is awesome.
0: Yeah, losing agent Samara was kind of tough, and yeah. I guess she's gone. Yeah, it sucks. But I go. I, saw,
3: I saw blacklist uh, pop figures. What? Yeah. Really? At Target. Oh.
1: I didn't even know. I that. need a I, I was because I didn't even know that existed.
3: Yeah, I saw him at Target. Oh.
1: I gotta get a Red Reddington.
3: <laughs>
1: or whatever his name really is.
3: I didn't look who they were, I just was briefly saw a blacklist pop figures. I'm like, what? That's crazy. So
0: I immediately thought of Tom. Thank you. It's the only way, it's the only way I'm ever actually going to get a Den in my life.
1: <laughs> I'll be your Den Bay.
0: Well, well, I'll give you the list of people to kill, apparently.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, well, that's it. That's all I got. So, I think this has been quite an episode. It's definitely been a long one. <laughs> I'm going to have my editing cut out for me. Oh, fun, fun! That's the one thing I didn't miss in our five-month hiatus. I did not miss editing at all. <laughs> but this is what we do, right, Money?
3: Hashtag. This is what we do. We do it for Not Nation. We do it for the Not Heads. That's why we do it.
1: We do it for the iHop Radio Network.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Shout out to all our peeps out there, ladies and gentlemen. Not Nation. Until next time.
3: Coming soon, our Endgame Review. That's
1: right. Until then, bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.
0: I am the official lawyer of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, and I approve this message.